0: how's it going everybody you're listening to trail tales episode number 91 the northville placid trail episode my name is kyle O'Grady. i'm a thru hiker i'm a peak bagger i'm a huge hiking nerd blah, blah 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 the northville placid trail episode yes this is a very big one for me personally this episode uh flossy is back he's back again he was just on two episodes ago but he's back for his, like, fourth or fifth episode, I can't even remember at this point, but we hiked the Northville Placid Trail together, and we lived together, so it was fitting that he comes on and we do the podcast together, obviously. So, yeah, uh, just about two weeks ago, we set out and we through-hiked the Northville Placid Trail in the Adirondacks, it took us about eight days, and in this podcast, we just go through each and every day, talk about what happens, the significance of each Day. And I think if you're planning on through hiking this trail or any trail at a similar length, especially one in the Northeast, per se, in fall when it's raining, uh, I think you're going to find this pretty useful and hopefully pretty interesting. I also want to mention that today I also uploaded a pretty long for my standards video of our entire hike. Yeah, one big video of the entire Northville Placid Trail i tell our entire story it's taken me a long time to edit it's been a challenge to edit but a very fulfilling and fun challenge i'll say and so you should go check that out as well it's actually not done yet as of the time of this recording but this is going to be out uh like four days from the time that you hear this so i i'm putting a deadline on myself here so go check that out on my youtube channel kyle hates hiking most of you know where to find it i will have a link to the video in the show notes of this podcast as well. Got to hold myself to finishing it before then, even more now, because I just said that. Yeah, go check that out. Got to thank Flossie for giving me even more of his time doing another one of these podcasts. That's amazing. I got to thank my editor, trail name is comics she's been doing an amazing job at editing these podcasts so thank you so much comics and i gotta just real quick mention how you can support the show number one leave a five star review on whatever your podcast app is that would be really really awesome that helps the show rank higher it it helps expose more listeners to the show so that would be amazing and then the patreon patreon patreon.com slash Trail Tales. I'll send you some stickers when you join. Um, Depending on what tier you join, you will be able to get invited to a monthly video chat where myself and a bunch of other hiking nerds on the Patreon just uh, yeah kind of shoot the shit about hiking and life and all that good stuff. And most importantly, you'll just know, or maybe it's not important to you, but for me, it's like supporting the Patreon is just a great way to give back to content that you listen to a lot or watch a lot so I would really appreciate that patreon.com slash trail go check it out and lastly let me thank this episode sponsor this is a this is a pretty cool thing I'm about to tell you here okay so sawyer products you know them you love them you most likely use their sawyer squeeze filter or you you've at least heard of it you've at least heard all of the great testimony from thousands of hikers uh, all over the place and I'm excited today to talk about something called the Sawyer tap filter which I mentioned briefly in one of my sponsored Sawyer YouTube videos but I don't think I've mentioned it in any of the ad reads on the podcast yet. Basically what it is is your Sawyer squeeze filter that all of us hikers love and use all the time except it's adapted to screw right onto a tap like a sink like a water tap and obviously this isn't going to be something that's directly useful for hikers, but it does tie into all of the amazing charity work that Sawyer does that you've heard me talk about plenty of times in these episodes. I mean, think about it. If you live in a country or area that does not have clean tap water, you can just screw this onto your sink and boom, you've got clean tap water. It can be used to filter up to 500 gallons per day, which is absolutely incredible. And not only is this useful for people who live in areas that don't have clean tap water. I mean, that is certainly a big selling point of this. That's something that I think is really, really awesome. But it's also just a good thing to have on hand because I mean, let's be honest, even here in the States, sometimes, you know, things like oil alerts happen or something can happen to the water supply. Even if it's just a temporary thing, this filter would be a great thing to have on hand for an emergency, something like that. It's super small, it's super lightweight. I mean, you guys know, you. You all know what the sawyer squeeze filter is like and this is very very similar having talked quite a bit with the amazing folks over at sawyer in preparation for this ad read i can tell you they are really really excited about this and honestly i am too because i think it's amazing it's amazing for people who want to be prepared for emergencies and things like that that i just mentioned it's really amazing for folks who have an actual regular occurring need i guess for clean water it's, it's super amazing for them so please go to sawyer.com slash tap to check it out to read more even if you're not going to get it just go check it out because it's an amazing idea it's a great idea i'm so excited to be able to tell everybody about it right now it's awesome so yeah one more time sawyer.com slash tap thank you so much to sawyer for continuously supporting the show supporting my content. I'm very, very, very thankful for that because they're an amazing company whose products I've been using long before I ever started podcasting or YouTubing um, pretty much when I first started hiking. So thank you so much, Sawyer. With that said, let's get into the episode, the Northville Plastic Trail episode. By the way, I used a Sawyer filter for this entire hike, as I do with all my hikes, as I literally just said two seconds ago. Yeah, the Northville Plastic Trail episode with my boy, Velocity. we go episode number 91 of trail tales Flossie's back again what up Flossie just got home from work and he got an impromptu two extra days off which is pretty cool so mm-hmm. he better be in a good mood um northville placid trail that's the plan today so we just finished this hike uh let's see what today's wednesday um saturday we finished it on saturday so less than a week ago uh so if you heard two episodes ago when Flossie was here last, we were kind of, you know, at the end of the episode we were talking about it a little bit, our preparation, and I was just saying I was nervous about the weather and stuff, and I think that was uh, pretty reasonable given what ended up happening. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, we're going we're gonna to get into that. But I think what we're going to do is we're just going to go through day by day. Uh, we're going to talk about what happened. Um, we probably don't have time to go into a ton of detail for each day because it's, It was an eight day long hike, but um, we're going to do our best. So just real quick before we get into it, I'll just go over what the Northville Placid Trail is just in case people don't know. I mean, it's been covered quite a bit on the show in a number of previous episodes, but Northville Placid Trail is 140 miles long in the Adirondacks of New York. It goes from Northville to Lake Placid. Um, And yeah, like I said, it took us about eight days. It's a low elevation trail, lots of lakes, lots of rivers. Um and I think that's pretty much the spiel I give every time I explain what this trail is. So yeah, we hiked it. We did the whole thing. I, I failed it a couple years ago as a lot of you know, in 2015 I hiked it or I tried to hike it and I failed. So this was like redemption for me. Um we finished. We got or I got the redemption, but uh I think it could have gone a little bit better and we're going to talk about that. Um but yeah, we did it. So Let's start out. Let's uh. Let's start with, with day one, Flossie. Um. Do you want to just talk a little bit about like the the shuttle? I guess because that's a that was a big part of day one. Day
1: one woke up, got ourselves a nice McGriddle. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah, McDonald's never fails. Dude, they got killer hash browns. Yeah, too. we oh we 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 started the hike and we ended the hike with M- McDonald's. Now that I think about it, <laughs> we did. So, oh trail angel bobby boy
1: yes picked us up at the train station train station
0: in lake placid yeah yeah so um we left the car there so the way we did the shuttle is we we parked at the end of the trail and then we took a shuttle with this trail angel bob campwood is his name um from the end all the way to the start, it took us about two hours to get from Burlington to Lake Placid, and then another two hours in the car from Lake Placid down to Northville. So it was a lot of time uh, in the car, but unfortunately Bob is a very uh, humble guy. He's very good at talking, so it was a it was a fun car ride. Although we were definitely itching to to get on the trail by the time we finished or finished the car ride, and uh, yeah, he dropped us off in Northville. And then we got a quick sandwich, quick bite to eat in town, which was which was pretty cool. Um, and then we started. Yeah, Bob's a great guy. If you ever uh,
1: are thinking about doing this trail, it's getting more and more popular, it seems. Yeah. Uh, we saw quite a bit of people out there. Yeah, we did. At least I, I thought we did. But uh, yeah, hit up Bob for sure. Where can Facebook, right? Yeah, Facebook.
0: So, so Bob Campwood is his name um, he, it's no he, so this is the thing. I wasn't quite sure if it would be okay to like plug his stuff on here because he, it's not a business, right? It's not his full-time job. He's literally just a trail angel, um, that gives rides. You gotta pay, <clears throat> excuse me. You gotta pay for the ride and stuff, obviously. But, uh, you know, he's just a retired guy. He's a, he's a, he's a trail angel. Um, you'll have to go on the Northfield Placid Trail Facebook group to find his information, I think. And I'll just leave it there. I, I don't, I don't want to make it too easy for people because, I don't want him to get overwhelmed, but I don't think there's going to be that many people that hit him up after this. So especially because the season's like basically over at this point for through hiking. Um, But yeah, Bob Campwood, you're going to hear more about him uh, in a few minutes, too, because this is not the end of of Bob's uh, (laughs) part of our hike. Anyways, uh, he dropped us off in Northville and the first three and a half miles of the trail are on a road. And it was nice and sunny. It was beautiful weather on on the Saturday that we started on, and we were even a little bit hot on the road, like while we were doing the road walk. Which, in in hindsight, I kind of feel bad complaining about that because it did not stay like that for very much longer after this. I know it's crazy because
1: they were going through like a dry spell. Yeah. Think like oh, no, dude, yes,
0: that's important to say. Actually. Yeah.
1: They were the Adirondacks or that area.
0: I think the whole going... northeast pretty much
1: yeah it was it was dry it's been pretty dry here too. yeah hasn't rained very much and uh well we'll get into it but let's <laughs> just say yeah uh, i think we hit the end of the dry spell
0: according to bob and i'm assuming this is a little bit of an exaggeration but not that much of an exaggeration based on the conditions we saw according to him they had only gotten a day or two of rain all summer and you could tell i mean yeah the, uh, the town of northville is right by this reservoir and it was very low. A lot of the rivers we crossed um, for the first two days on this trail were very low. A couple of the little streams were even dry. Actually, um, you know, we were trying to be extra careful with our camp stoves and all this stuff because, like, it was just so dry and forest fire conditions were prime. Although they're not very common for the Northeast, but you know, we were we were just being careful. Um, but day, yeah, day
1: two will really, Once we get into day two, you'll really know like how dry it was like where we stayed that yeah night. yeah oh but. true
0: oh yeah true true um i feel like i feel like there's not that much else to say for day one because m- half the day at least more than half the day was just shuttling car rides getting set up and all that stuff
1: road walk road walk we did like eight miles
0: yeah we did about oh. yeah about eight 8.3 the only reason i know that is because i was just editing that part of the video and um yeah 8.3 miles four and a half of which was on a road, or excuse me, was on trail, and then the other, yeah, was uh, the first part of the the hike was on the road. Do you uh, remember the name
1: of the shelter we West Stony in? Creek Shelter? That's right. Yeah, we ran into some good old
0: boys, packed out some, <laughs> yeah. some bottles of wine, a couple bottles of wine, axe. Yeah. They were having a
1: good old time.
0: <laughs> they were, they were. That shelter is cool too. It's it's brand new, I don't, or I don't know how brand new, but within the last couple of years, so new that unlike most campsites, you'll see established campsites you know in the northeast certainly the adirondacks there really wasn't any obvious spots for tenting like any spots that were padded out already kind of impacted that you would kind of you know go to set your tent up on there's still it's a flat area so we didn't have any trouble finding a spot but it almost felt like we were in a stealth camping spot even though we were like right next to the shelter pretty much um but that's what we did i feel like there's not too much else to say about day one um it was fine it was probably the most mild day that we had weather wise which was Good to start, because it would have sucked if it rained right from the start, but... Yeah, like it did back when you... Yeah, like when Dan and I tried to do it. Yeah, we literally got out of the car, and it was raining already. Like, it was brutal. Um, we didn't even take any pictures or anything. But the weather was nice on this first day. Um, day two. I'm trying to think... Canary Pond. I believe that was where we That's where we were gonna stay. Yeah. We did about 18 miles on day two, and um, the only thing... Besides camp, which we're going to get to in a second, the only thing from day two that I remember is that I broke my cell phone. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm really stupid, folks. You guys know I like to I like to try to save some weight, you know, try to go as ultra light as I possibly can. Um, and I decided that it would be a great idea to take the case off of my phone for this hike to save the weight because, you know, that half ounce or whatever, I didn't even weigh it. I just I just took it off. Um, I didn't even think twice about it. And then on day two, I, I usually keep my phone in my hip belt pocket on my pack, um, and I was listening to music. I had my headphones in, and I think, I think I had, I usually leave the pocket like slightly like unzipped when my headphones are in, so the wire can be connected, obviously. And what happened is I went to take my pack off, and when I did that, my phone fell out of the pocket. And we were on like dirt trail. It wasn't like we were on rocks or like on pavement or anything. But of course, the phone just happened to land right where there was like a big ass root in the middle of the trail. And the phone landed on. Fortunately, it wasn't the screen. Fortunately, it was just the back of the phone, like just a little bit to the right of my camera. The camera wasn't affected either, I had the camera on my phone. Thank God, because that would have sucked. But I got a nice crack. Looks like a like a BB gun or something hit Dude, it. You honestly, saved some more way. I see some <laughs> glass particles gone. It's nice. Yeah, I, I probably. <laughs> Yeah, that sucked. It it, was, it wasn't that bad. I was like, whatever. I don't have, like, a super expensive phone or anything, but I was like, shit, that kind of sucks. Dude, I that. felt like an idiot for ditching my case after that. It's not even a heavy case. I know. I don't,
1: even,
0: <laughs> I don't even think about
1: that shit. Like,
0: like literally, it probably weighs, like...
1: <laughs> I don't know if I brought my OtterBox on the AT, but I didn't even think, like, oh, my phone, like... <laughs> I did think about my wallet, though. Yeah. I left my wallet in the car, hidden. Yeah, so... But, uh...
0: Leave your case on, folks. It's not worth it. It's not worth okay. it. Um, but anyways, that's about all I remember from this day ex- until until we get to the end. So we did about 18 miles on day two, and we got to... We were planning on staying at a spot called Canary Pond, which there's some... There's no shelter there, but there's some established camping. And as we came to find out, there's not that much. Uh, it is there. It is legal. It is marked and all that stuff. There's a fire pit, but... It's pretty, like, kind of rolly, hilly. It's not super flat there. And the couple spots that were flat enough for a tent were taken up. There was probably, like, four or five people there already by the time we showed up in the evening, I would say. Yeah, we got there, and, like, a guy
1: was like, good luck finding a flat spot. Yeah, Which happens <laughs> almost, like, every time we go somewhere <laughs> that's filled up. Some, there's that one dude that says that. Oh, good and luck. Were, <laughs> and, oh, but, and then you were like, Oh yeah, we'll find a spot. We'll find a spot. And I
0: ate my words. Although to be fair, I feel like we probably could have if we really wanted to, but we just looked around and we were like, like we were feeling fine. We were tired, but we were like good still. So we were like, all right, we're just gonna keep going. Um, and our we filled up our water there at the pond. Drank a lot of pond water on this hike, which is kind of inevitable. Um, so I don't want to complain about it too much. It was fine, but uh, how far did we? How far
1: did we go? Like, cause I had to carry um, like four liters of water. Yeah,
0: so. We basically got our water and we were like, all right, we're just going to hike until we find a spot. We knew there wasn't really an, another shelter or established established campsite for another probably three and a half miles, I want to say, something like that. So we, we didn't really want to do that many extra miles. We thought we'll just get our water and we'll just hike until we find the first flat area to stealth camp. We'll go off the trail and do that whole thing. So that was our plan. And we thought it would be doable because most of the first like day and a half, I would say, was like pretty open forest on um, like pretty pretty uh chill so i i thought it would be possible but of course by the time we got here that's when shit really got thick
1: yeah like that section was like it was like from canary pond on was
0: so thick so uneven yeah which in hindsight was pretty dumb of me because like i've been there before i've been to the Adirondacks a lot like i should have known that it's usually like that so um we were going along, we probably did about another two miles, and at this point we were almost, We, you know, we checked out a couple spots, but nothing really looked good, and at this point we were, we, I mean, if I recall, we had basically decided, like, alright, we're probably just going to hike to the next shelter at this point, it's only like another mile and a half or something like and that. we
1: almost dumped our water.
0: Yeah, we, oh yeah, true, we almost dumped our water even, because yeah. we were like, fuck it, like, we're carrying all this water now, if we're just going to end up camping at the next shelter where there's water anyway, like, why carry it for these next, these last couple miles or whatever? But then um, we stumbled across this this beaver pond and there's a lot of these on this trail most of them are named but I don't I don't remember if this one had a name or if it did it wasn't like a like a major waypoint on the trail so it wasn't you know there's no camping there or anything like that. but again, shit was so dry. Why don't you tell them how we were able to take advantage of that? Well we
1: were on one side of the pond and we were like we were looking across. We were like, oh, it looks like it flattens out over there. So we get to the other side, <clears throat> and needless to say, it didn't really flatten out. No. There might have been room. We probably we... could have made it work again, yeah. but it just wasn't ideal. There was, there was, uh, like, you could tell other people had camped there. I think someone had made, like, a, a fire, fire pit. pit. Yeah. But it wasn't, like, flat. It would have was... been good
0: for a hammock. Probably not great for two tents. It would have been pushing it. Yeah, if you had a
1: hammock, you'd be set, like, on this whole trail, probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But uh, so, anyways, I was eyeing this like sort of flat, like dry, grassy, grassy hump out in the the. It was it in wasn't the in beaver the, pond. Yeah, it was in the beaver pond. It was like we were right next to like a huge like beaver like den. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but anyways, I was like, screw it, I'm gonna walk out there see if it's wet or not, and uh, like we said earlier. It, it had been really dry in that area for like a long time, basically the whole
0: summer. Yeah. And, uh. So it was, it was bone dry out there. Yeah. It was was just grass. Like that's pretty much all it was. Yeah. It was perfect. Like it was nice and cushy, like
1: for the, for the tents. And so we just decided to set up there. It was, it was honestly like sweet. Like one of the cooler sites. Yeah. I, I mean, we were out we're... in the open out there. Yeah, we were out in the open. Like, the moon was shining really bright. That night, you could see
0: everything. Mm-hmm. Like, without a headlamp, it was cool. It was awesome, yeah. Not sure if it's legal to do that, to be honest. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't think anyone was going to be out there and to uh, it, give us a hard time. So. I mean,
1: it's not like like we didn't, you know. Yeah, we always like,
0: practice Leave No church. Yeah, it's not like we were building a fire, or fucking stamping out a bunch of shit. You know, all we did was set our tents up you and go to bed, basically. Yeah, you wouldn't even be able to tell... Like, we stayed there. Yeah.
1: But in the morning, it started, that is when the rain started. Yeah, it started a to
0: drizzle d- drizzle a little bit. Day three, where do we end up this day? This is where I'm starting to get a little hazy. Day three? Yeah, day three. Was day three the,
1: when we went into Paseco, was it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right.
0: Okay, okay,
1: it's coming back to me now. Yeah, Paseco was day three.
0: Yep, so we left this campsite we got a little bit wet but it didn't like downpour it just like sprinkle a little bit in the morning so like the trail's a little damp but you we, know we worked our stuff was still dry except for our rain flies i guess but yeah we packed up pretty quick and then we just had because we were out uh, you know
1: in the, in the open a, yeah, yeah in the open so we just went into the woods to eat breakfast it was really pretty dry in there yeah it wasn't bad so yeah then we, i guess we booked it to peseco yeah right? pretty
0: much and so peseco mm-hmm. is If you're going northbound, that is, I probably should have specified that. We went northbound on the hike, as I thought most people did, but we met a pretty good amount of people going southbound. So I guess I shouldn't really say that. You can go either way. But um, uh, Paseco, yeah. So the trail goes right through Paseco, and I don't really want to call it a town because it's hardly a town. It's basically just a hamlet. You basically blink. If you blink, you'll miss it. Yeah, it's like, and you do a little bit more road walking. I think you do like three and a half miles on the road, part of which is like a, part of which, like, at first you cross a a real, like, highway and there's semi trucks and all this stuff. Um, And then you walk on a paved road, but it's not like a popular road. It's basically just, like, the residents going through there. And then you get to the center of Paseco, which is quite literally a post office and that's it, and a little airport there. Um, Like, a, you know, recreational airport or whatever.
1: Which <clears throat> originally, when Nara was planning this thing out, he told me, you know, we might be able to bank on this post office, but um, we they close at what what time? Probably like
0: four or four thirty. I'm not sure. I think we yeah, would have made it. We would. We definitely would have made it, but that's
1: just gambling. We had
0: an easier option. So remember, old Bobby, Bobby Campwood, uh, this gentleman. Lives in Pesico with his lovely wife and son. And they're all about hikers. Um, they're like, again, they're trail angels, but I feel like it's it's not quite the same as like the AT, for instance, because there's not enough people on this trail. I'm assuming they probably don't know as much about like the trail culture. They just know there's hikers coming through, and they're nice people, and they like to help them out. So when um, when we got our shuttle with Bob Campwood... He was nice enough to let us leave a resupply box with him when he dropped us off. That thing was heavy. Yeah, we we packed it up, and we're going to talk about that in just a second. Um, but we we basically didn't have to even send our resupply box. Uh, we we just uh, left it with him. And then his house is quite literally right off of the trail in Paseco. And so, uh, when we rolled through there, you know, he had told us beforehand, like, yeah, you know, come up to the house. I'll have your box out. And he. He laid out like a nice table for us, a bench, an outlet, dude. Like dude, he, he hooked like us up. like we're so spoiled. I know. We were, like kinda spoiled. Like, <laughs> we were kind of spoiled. Like we were kind of spoiled. Like he was so, so nice and him and his son as well uh, and his wife, Cynthia, I think her name was. Um, so, so nice to let us do this, um, you know, COVID and all, obviously we didn't go inside or get very close to him or anything like that, but. Uh, and we did wear a mask in the vehicle. Yeah, when we were. yeah, we did that. And then let's see he let us charge our stuff he had a nice bench out there for us to just chill on and because we because there's no like restaurants or anything in this town actually there is a restaurant it's a little bit off the trail but um it was closed on a monday it was closed on mondays and tuesdays i want to say the oxbow inn i think it's called so it wasn't an option for us that tells you how small this town is It's a tiny fucking town right like
1: bob and his family like
0: they even said it themselves. There's not much to do there, so yeah, just, they
1: love to help out the hikers. Yeah, we
0: were like thanking thanking them and stuff, and they're like, "Yeah, like what else are we gonna do out here?" So, um, that was really nice of them. But anyways, because we uh, because we knew we couldn't get town food, because that's a big part of resupplying, right? Like when you go into town, like you gotta get your food for the next section, but you want to like get some town get food you too. A beer. Have a get beer. You, you want to refuel? Burger. You know, you gotta do all that, and we. We knew we couldn't do that at a restaurant, and, but we also knew that we had this box. And, and Bob also was nice enough to let us uh, leave our trash with him, too. He had told us that we could do that ahead of time as well. Such a good dude. Such a good dude. Um, very, very thankful for that. And so we knew that we could pack some things in the resupply box that... Some, some things in the resupply box that we, we wouldn't normally have while we're on trail... But we also knew that we couldn't pack anything that would go bad not being refrigerated after a couple days. So it was kind of like a challenge. Like, what can we put in here that's going to be like nice and a little bit refreshing and different than our backpacking food, but also won't go bad after a couple days of not being refrigerated? And so what we settled on was pasta. I'm not talking pasta sides, instant nor nonsense. I'm talking actual pasta. We put some marinara sauce in there, a big thing of like nice, local Vermont marinara sauce. Um, we did bring some veggies, which we knew wouldn't go bad for just a couple days.
1: Pepper, onion, jalapeno.
0: Some corn. Some corn, yeah. Canned a, corn. Can of corn. Can of corn. A can of corn. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yo, if you don't know this, if you put a can of corn in a fire, she explodes. <laughs> it makes it think. We didn't do that,
0: but... We definitely accepted. didn't do that, but... Uh, <laughs> But Flossie's been talking about this all summer, so we'll have to try it at some point. Um, Anyways, yeah, corn. We put some maple donuts, some maple donuts, some chips and salsa, some protein like uh, shakes and stuff like that, which we hardly even drank. Uh, I had one; it was good. I had one. Oh, some coffees, like some not instant coffee, like some canned, you know, Dunkin' Donuts, Starbucks, whatever. Nitro brew. Yeah, three hundred milligram jacked up. We threw some goodies in there and a beer, a couple beers, a couple beers. Yep. Um. So, uh, at the end of this day, so you, you go by Bob's, Bob and Matt and Cynthia's house, and then it's probably another point seven or point eight down the trail, which is still on a road. Should we tell them what's in front of their house, or is that just a dead giveaway about where... The, we'll we'll leave that for folks to find out oh, when they right. get there. I don't want to just blatantly give away where their house is, but... Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, he makes it pretty blatantly. Oh, he loves it. I think he probably wants us to... He's pretty proud of that, but well, yeah. it's a little secret. Yeah, for sure. They are like, what are they talking You got to hike the,
1: the MPT to figure it out. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um. Anyways, so after we went to their house, it was probably another point eight down the road. Um. And literally, this is where, again, I feel like I'm a little bit hesitant to say this, but he was all about it when we talked to him. So Yeah, no, for sure, don't. Yeah, because it's like, it's his, it's, it all out, his huh? private property and stuff. But anyways...
1: It's right um, on the trail. I mean, everyone sees it. Yeah, that's,
0: that's true. I guess you're going to see it. So what we're talking about here is um, a little bit beyond their house, at the right at the point where the Northfield Placid Trail goes back into the woods off of Haskell Road, it's called. Um, it's a dead-end road. Uh, Bob and Matt Campwood bought this property that I I do not remember this at all the first time I went through. I, th- I remember, like, a sh- like a bunch of trash and like, a shitty trailer, and it wasn't cleared or anything. It was still just woods, basically. Um, and I just kind of hiked by it. I didn't think much of it. But um, I guess they had bought this property, and they clear-cut it. I don't know if they were going to build a house on it or something. That's what it kind of looked like, but um, they didn't end up doing that. The sign said... Future home. Future um, Bob and Matt Campwood headquarters. Yeah, something so like that. Hikers welcome. Yeah, and so... Basically, I guess they're just moving slow with these plans or whatever. I don't know what's going on, but they own this property. And so what they did, it's right on the trail, right before you go back into the woods. Um, They cleared it. They planted beautiful, huge, huge lawn. Um, They built a great fire pit. They brought some chairs out. There's a river right there, too, like literally right next to the fire pit. And they built a nice flagpole. Just a beautiful, beautiful, huge campsite um, on their private property. Uh, but it's right on the trail, and it, yeah, they have a sign right there that says "Hikers Welcome," and the throwing axe too. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they had
1: a they had a, like a hatchet that you could. It was like a throwing hatchet. It was pretty cool. It's super we, awesome. We got
0: the hang of it. There. Super awesome. So if you stay here on the Northville Placid Trail, please, please be respectful of their property. God, like I would feel like such a douche if someone found out about it from this podcast and then went and did something that upset them. So please, please, please be respectful. I know almost. Most, 100% of you, I'm just going to say. I already know that, but just for clarity's sake. And um, he, he checks up down there, too. Pretty much to every day, sure, sure, yeah. yeah. to make sure, because
1: he, he's got to go down there to get the trash. He lets you leave your trash there, too. Check with him before you just leave trash there. But he had yeah. told us that we could leave our trash there, is probably he, what I should have said. And he he said there aren't really any problems with wildlife, like, getting at your trash. And we didn't, we didn't have any problems. No, and
0: he, I mean, he picked it up, like, before we even left. So it's not like it was just sitting there with and nobody if, att- attending it. If you...
1: Pro tip: If you don't bring a can opener,
0: the hatchet is a great way to get
1: into a can of <laughs> That's corn. That's how we
0: got the corn open. Yeah, <laughs> to mix it in with our pasta. So, um, oh, and also firewood. He left a ton of firewood, yeah. like for the hikers too. Like it's, it's it's such a beautiful like just beautiful piece of property, and the fact that he just lets people stay there is is amazing. And you're not going to find this in the guidebook. You're not going to find it on the map. But uh, now you know where it is. You'll probably be able to find a little bit of info in the uh, Facebook facebook group as well about it but um thank you to the camp woods bob and matt all of them for doing this amazing campsite that uh, we took advantage of which was awesome
1: this was such a good day i'm gonna keep going just a little bit you're good the river right next to it we took a little dip in but Ooh. while i was taking a dip in the river we had a nice fire
0: going oh. <laughs> well we were still a little bit wet from the previous night, our, our socks and shoes and stuff.
1: Yeah, my ultras were, were kind of wet. So, you know, I put them by the fire like like you usually do. Just put them a little too close, and the fire was a little <laughs> <bit> too too <laughs> ripping for them. And so when I get back, I look, and I see the ultrasounds just melted. <laughs> and
0: I look You're at, lucky they didn't
1: catch on fire, honestly. Oh, no. And then I look, and, like, the sides of them are just burnt. Like, not burnt enough where I couldn't hike because I finished the trail out with them, but just, like, if I kept them there, it would have been bad. And, yeah. And Bob probably would have been hearing from me the next day because...
0: Hey, Bob, can we get a ride into town?
1: <laughs> yeah, because, I I mean, I didn't bring camp shoes, and if I did bring camp shoes, I probably wouldn't have finished the trail in them. That's for sure. Yeah,
0: you wouldn't have been able to because we had a long ways to go this way. At this point, I think we were, like, 40 miles into the trail, something like that. So you just... As experienced as I am and as much as I've dried my shoes by
1: a fire, you just got to pay attention because yeah. that could have been a make-or-break situation where if I really burnt my shoes badly, something small like that is pretty significant out there. And Yeah, I don't know what I would have done. I would have had to go. I know the nearest grocery store is like 11 miles from where Bob lives. So I don't even think you'd knows... be able to buy
0: Ultras in yeah, that who town. Knows? yeah. like,
1: I just have to... Do what I did on the AT and get, like, a pair of Walmart shoes <laughs> probably get shin splints.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but fortunately it was okay. Um, the next morning, right as we were, literally right as we were about to leave, crack it, crack it, there you go. Um, right as we were about to leave, Bob showed up to gather our trash and just say bye. Um, Such a jolly guy, such a great guy. And uh, he warned us, um, 50% chance of rain until noon, and then at noon, he his words were, it's gonna rain. And it's, it's going to dump. Um, so we knew, you know, we had a little bit of an idea of the weather forecast before this, but that kind of just confirmed, like, okay, we're going to get some rain. So we kind of set out that morning. You could see it, too. You yeah. could see how dark
1: <laughs> the clouds were. We were like, ah, oh, we're going to get good. shit on today. It
0: didn't look good. Um, I was hoping that it wouldn't be as bad, because you never know with the, with the weather forecast. A couple hours into the hike, uh, it got bad. It got real bad. It got soaking. Just It, it didn't downpour, but it... It rained pretty steadily, um, really for the next 24 hours. It really wasn't until the around noon the next day that it, that it stopped, and even after that, it was still a little bit off and on. Um, so we basically hauled ass this day. We did the thing where it's too cold and you're wet, so you're just it's just cold, and so once you stop moving for a few minutes, you just it's so uncomfortable. That's the thing. Like a lot of you listening know this, obviously. Um, you've experienced this. Like when when it's raining and it's cold like that. The worst part of the day is actually when you're not hiking, like when you're taking your breaks. Because even if you're in a lean-to like we were, like where you're dry, you just get so cold and it's just so uncomfortable. And this was unfortunately a theme of this hike
1: uh, from here on out.
0: (laughs) When you get to
1: like a shelter, you don't like – who wants to put on dry clothes to eat for 30 minutes?
0: And then just take the dry
1: clothes off to suffer – the pain, yeah, exactly of, of the
0: cold, and you don't want to put like your down jacket on because you're soaking wet. You don't want to get your your warm, dry down jacket that you need to sleep in and have on later. You don't want to get that wet, so you basically just sit there. And maybe there's a a technique for this that we don't know. <laughs> we we don't carry
1: rain pants, so but yeah.
0: frog togs, man, are a savior out there. Yeah, yeah. Like, so all we had on was to our rain jacket, dogs. basically. Um, so that sucked. So we basically only took one break this entire day. I think we did about fifteen, 15 or sixteen, yeah. and we stopped at wow, oh, uh, fuck, What's West, um, West, West Canada F- Creek. I West Canada think. Creek. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, um, one. Canada. I think the first lean to in the West Canada Lakes area of the Northfield Plaza Trail, and this is this is a really really remote area for uh, northeast standards. I mean, you're you're probably at least ten miles trail trail miles until you get to the nearest road from this point and even then it's a dirt road in the middle of nowhere that you're not going to get any traffic or cell service on so you're you're way the fuck out there not that we were thinking about bailing but i just think that's significant because it's a very very wild one of the most remote if not the most remote part of the entire state of new york honestly and we we weren't even looking for that shelter we were
1: like we were like okay we're gonna go like another mile or so there are like there were a bunch like, of shelters there. there were like three shelters or so yeah. in a cluster and we' were like okay we'll shoot
0: for that then we'd come pop up over the hill and boom there's a shelter right there and we were like
1: Shh. we sat
0: down for a second but we, we would have only hiked like another mile so we were like why like, we can do that tomorrow like we need to get dried out. Yeah. At this point, it was only like 3.15 in the afternoon. <laughs> this happened twice. <laughs> this happened twice, yeah. It was only about 3.15 in the afternoon, but we had put in, you know, I think 16 miles, which was ba- basically all we had planned to do that for that day. We just hiked it yeah. faster than normal because it was uncomfortable and we were wet and wanted to get dry, so we got into this shelter, you know, well, we did our chores, hung our Bear bag got our water and then got into our dry clothes and basically didn't leave the lean to until the next morning. <laughs>
1: Dude, I won't. Free- I was walking around that place like a zombie looking for a branch <laughs> to hang my stuff. I was, I was, so cold. It was brutal. Uncomfortable.
0: It was brutal. We, 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 we finally got dry. Finally got in the shelter, and then we kind of like looked at each other like, "What do we do now?" Like, <laughs> like yeah. this one didn't have cards, right? No, this one didn't like- have any cards or anything. And, uh, we ate dinner kind of early and we were tired. So we, we were, we basically laid down as the sun was setting. It was still a little bit light out. Um, and then these, these two guys rolled in, uh, just after you'd kind of fallen asleep, I was still like awake enough that I was able to kind of perk up and say hello to them. Um, funny. I, oh, fuck, what, Tyler was the one guy's name.
1: <clears throat> the, the other one was a Buckeye. That was his trail name. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He was a, he was an AT thru hiker. Um, and, uh, he's not even from Ohio, is he? He's from they were from Pennsylvania. Yeah, shout out to those guys. They were nice though. No, yeah. Two two guys like our age, honestly, like same situation as us. They were going southbound though, um, and they rolled in like just just before it was starting to get dark. And uh, obviously we made room for them because I wasn't gonna make them camp in the fucking cold, wet. Dude, they nonsense. were in
1: they were in great spirits. Like they were having them. a blast because they'd been dark. drinking
0: beer the night before. They were all fucking <laughs> fired up still. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I don't know. They were yeah. They got there. I was sort of half awake, and uh, you know, yeah. They we, ripped we, it. We,
0: we made room. Yeah, I think they basically did what we did for the last section because I followed them on Instagram when I got home, and oh, yeah. I think they finished like a day before we did or something like that. But, anyways, um, it was kind of funny because when we woke up the next morning, Tyler recognized me from YouTube, but he didn't recognize me the night before, so he like spent the night in the lean to with. YouTuber he watches apparently without even realizing it until we were basically packed up and ready to leave, which was pretty funny. Isn't that weird? We
1: were talking about that. We were like, some of the
0: like nights like
1: that where someone stumbles in, you're like sleeping next to a complete stranger. You yeah, you have no idea. What they look like, <laughs> like who they are, but you just, you're literally sleeping right next to them. I know,
0: right? Yeah, shit, that <laughs> is pretty funny, but you don't even think twice about it when you're out there because you gotta get yeah. dry. Um, yeah. So the next day, we were, or at least I was hoping and praying. I'm not a religious person. I was fucking praying for for sun. Um, we we had, we we knew the rain was supposed to stop, and what I was hoping that meant was the sun would come out. And the rain did stop, probably you know maybe around noon that day.
1: You got to explain how cold it was to put on.
0: Cause, uh, I don't have to explain it, dude. These people know. <laughs> they know. They're hikers. They get it. It sucked. Fucking everybody knows. Like putting on wet, cold socks in the morning. Yeah, and there's no chance for it
1: to dry out. It doesn't matter how windy it is. It's if it's still like raining like that. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it like, sucked. It rained for over like 24 hours,
0: and we were hoping rain stopping meant sun, and the rain did stop, but the sun. Did not really come out. It, it would, like, tease us. It would come out for half a second. I would look back and flossy would be like, yeah! And then it would just go back down and we're like, fuck. Yeah. Because um, it's like, even though it wasn't raining anymore, we were still soaking wet. Um. And another thing about the Northville Placid Trail, it's not, like, overgrown, but it's not a super popular, well-traveled trail. So a lot of sections are pretty tight. Like, there's a lot of brush you're rubbing up against and stuff, especially pine trees. And they were soaking wet. So even though it wasn't raining... We were basically soaked to the bone. Like our feet were completely soaking wet. It was, it was pretty brutal. Um, fortunately, by the end of this day, the sun did come out a little bit. This was probably the afternoon, and and we basically called it early again. Twelve miles. We did. Good. We only did twelve miles this day. Yeah. Um. We thought about going a little bit further, but there wasn't another lean to for further than we would have been able to hike. And because the weather was still a little bit iffy, and because we were still so damn wet, uh, we decided it would be best to just uh stop at stop short at this lean-to I don't remember the name of that lean-to carry carry lean-to that's what it was called carry lean-to just before wakely dam um and it was a beautiful spot it was actually a little bit out in the open which was nice because the sun did finally come out a little bit at the end of this day and so we were able to it was it was it was a scene let me tell you we were literally (laughs) I, I, I think I got it on video I haven't gotten this far in the edit yet but we were literally just standing in the sun just like, ugh, we like, blew it. God, we we use our like uh, sleeping pads as uh, like our
1: frame for our pack, and we blew them up. We were just literally standing in the <laughs> sun holding them up. up over our heads <laughs> to
0: try to dry them out and shit. It was brutal, and we had like all our stuff scattered in the field, and we were like sun moving sun. it as the sun moved to make sure it was yeah. still in the sun and not in the shadows. It, it was it was pretty pathetic, I'll be honest, but it had to happen. It had to happen, and it
1: was a uh, pretty cool. All of a sudden, we hear something out oh, of the yeah. water, and it was like this group of uh, canoers. Yeah, canoers. If that is the correct
0: I term. Think so. Yeah, canoeists. Yeah, but the
1: next morning, uh, um, Nara went and talked to them, and like kind of asked about the weather and if they knew anything. They didn't really tell us anything that we didn't already know. I think but, they. Uh, I think when I first walked
0: up to them, they thought we were like in trouble or something. Uh, I think because really? they looked like kind of concerned. Like, I had to clarify, I was like, oh, no, no, like, we're, we're good, we're just really wet oh, and kind yeah. of miserable, it's like, we're just trying to get a weather forecast, like, we're fine. Yeah, I couldn't hear <laughs> anything, but, anyways, the
1: next morning we woke up, we saw where they were all stationed at, they had, like, this, they had a nice setup. They had a fucking, yeah. Had a, a wood stove. A bunch of tents. Yeah, had, had these nice, like, I don't know what what they are they, they were good i don't they were know what they were <laughs> yeah they were it was
0: probably like a mile and a half up the trail from where we were at that point yeah but uh we called it early that day same thing just fucked around went to bed at like seven probably you know as it got dark and then the next day this day the weather cooperated it was it was a cold day it was probably in the it was in the 50s but um at least it didn't rain today and the sun did come out for a good part of the day so we were able to pretty much dry out. We went through Wakely Dam in the morning. Um, I was feeling pretty good on this day. I was jamming quite a bit. We, I think I had my headphones in for almost the entire day. Um, we went to Lake Durant Campground. There wasn't a whole lot of like scenery on this section of trail. It's pretty just like woods trail, but I guess that's like most of this trail. But... When, when we got to Wakely Dam, we met this guy who... Uh...
1: Oh, dude, we didn't even mention before we got to Wakely Dam, we had to cross through. Oh, the uh, mud! Uh, oh, I forgot to about cross that. Cross through a huge part where a beaver dam was washed out. Yeah,
0: so this was literally right after we, right as we started in the morning, and we we knew this was gonna happen. Like we knew about this section of trail beforehand, so it wasn't a surprise. But basically, probably about I'd say maybe a hundred yards of trail, maybe a little bit less than that um the guys at the shelter said it they said was like it was 300, 300. <laughs> but we no it was like a hundred it was like a football field yeah it was probably about a football field um and what happened is the trail through there got washed out because of a beaver dam that broke or something and so you're basically just hiking through ankle to almost knee deep in a couple spots uh just water muck mud so our feet were already our shoes were already wet and stuff from the day before so like it was whatever but um that wasn't great to hike through first thing in the morning. It probably made for some cool video, but it wasn't it wasn't great. And then the rest of the day kind of – the rest of the day did get better after that. Honestly, in hindsight, this was actually one of the the more chill days in terms of weather, at least on this hike. Um, and we made it all the way to Terrell Pond on this day, which I think was like a 20-mile day. So we, we, we made up for the shorter days we had taken before – um, and we ripped a 20. And Terrell Pond was a significant spot for me because that's the shelter that I was at in 2015 when I learned about the Danamora escapees and when my, when Dan and I decided that we were going to quit our hike. Uh, that's where we were. So we got there, um, cell service there, which is how we learned about the escapees in 2015. And there's still cell service there today. Um, very rare to have cell service while you're actually on this trail. So that was kind of nice. Um, in fact, I only remember a couple spots um on the whole trail where you have cell service is really really spotty which is good
1: it's kind of nice but then again it's like also sort of like i didn't get to bed as early as i should have that night (laughs)
0: because i was on my phone just catching up on
1: shit yeah it was nice to reconnect a little bit yeah and we checked
0: the weather forecast that night and (laughs) uh it wasn't looking good. <laughs> we, it was a little bit disheartening. I almost wish we had checked it because it actually didn't turn out to be quite as bad as we had thought. Um, but we checked the weather forecast that night, and we were just after being wet for the last and cold for the last couple days. You know, again, we weren't gonna quit. That was never an option here. Um, no wait. But we were just like, oh, can we just please get some good weather here? Like we really, really needed it. And I remember your exact words. You checked it, and you were like, "It's not looking good, buddy." <laughs> and I was like so that honestly it was kind of disheartening like um a, a blow to the ego that's for sure um
1: this trail was very humbling we know yes
0: it was it was because We're we just... hadn't really had days like this since yeah. the at and you, need, you know
1: you need that you know
0: you do need that especially i'm making all these videos and all this content mr fucking big ass youtuber hiker douche over here um and so it was very humbling and it, we had experienced conditions like this on the at before but it had been a while mm-hmm. since then so at least for me, I'll speak for myself. I hadn't, I'd almost like forgotten a little bit, just been a little bit out of touch with how the trail can challenge you like that when the weather's bad, and so it sucked. But it was humbling at the same time. I um, mean, it brought me back to a lot of those tough days on the AT for sure.
1: Yeah, we've been so lucky like this year within the our 400 mile goal to oh we had great get, weather, get good weather, kind of pick and choose. And last when year on the foothills trail,
0: we had great weather too. Yeah, so no, I was needed. We uh we were due. I'll say that. We were due. No, it was humbling for sure. Um but fortunately the next day, the weather actually turned out to be better than it was supposed to be. It didn't even rain on us. It didn't. And it was supposed to wasn't like a hundred percent chance, but there's a pretty good chance of rain in the morning and the afterno- afternoon afternoon. I think
1: I saw sixty <clears> percent. <throat> yeah.
0: And we went into Long Lake, New York on this day, and our plan was to take a shorter day to do our resupply, to hang out in town to get refueled, and then we were just going to hike out a couple miles after that.
1: I lied. It did rain on us, but we'll get to that later. It did?
0: Oh, a ver- Oh, yeah, true. Okay, that's true. But um, anyways, we we started out this day. I was in pretty bad Ooh, spirits. Oh, this
1: was a good day.
0: It was a pretty good day, though, honestly. Other,
1: other than at Stewart's when we had to make a tough decision. But other than that, we got a hitch pretty easy into Long Lake.
0: Hold on, hold on, hold on. Back all up right, one second. All right, all right. I left the shelter and I was in a pretty bad mood because we we thought it was going to rain. And not only did it not rain, but the sun actually came out a couple times during the, I think, 10 miles we had from the shelter to the road crossing to go into town. And so by the time we got to the road crossing, I was actually in a pretty good mood because I was like, oh, shit, yeah. we thought we were going to be stumbling into town completely fucking soaked. But turns out that wasn't the case. Anyways, sorry. What were you going to say about the ride in? I was just saying like it took three cars,
1: maybe? Yeah. maybe two, two that went by. Hitching was a breeze. Yeah. And Which like we this... thought because of COVID it might not be, but it, it was, it was good. This really nice guy that pulled over who's, I think he lived near the city. Yeah. He said he was from New York city. Yeah. And, uh, he moved. He literally moved his whole family to Long Lake just so his daughter could, like... Go to school in go, person. Yeah, go to school in person and have, you know, a better experience, so... So, good man. Yeah, shout out to him, good man, for picking us up. Much appreciated. And it, it was nice because it wasn't a long hitch. It was, like... Five mi- minutes. A mile? Like, two, miles. like a mile and a half, yeah. yeah a mile and, and a half. Yeah, two miles into town. And boy, when we got to town, did we pick out... we got
0: to town, we went to town. We, uh... <laughs> So our again, our plan was to get into town and just chill and take our time and then just hike out a couple miles because we'd already done 10 miles just to get to town. That did not happen. That did not happen. We sat down. We had our meal. We looked at the weather a little bit more. We looked at the temperatures specifically for the next couple nights and uh, they were looking at temperatures in the 20s for the second night after town. So we originally planned Long Lake, go into town, resupply for two full hiking days after that and finish. But after we finished eating, um, we looked at the forecast and at this point, I think we had like 35 miles left of the trail. We looked at the forecast and we were like, shit, do we, we had to decide this right then and there because we were about to buy our food for the next section. So we needed to know how much food we were going to buy. So we were like, do we stick with the original plan and do the next two nights out here? Or because our hitches went so well, it it was so fast and Everything went super smoothly in town. We we were way ahead of schedule. We had, it was probably only like not even two o'clock in the afternoon yet. We were like, do we stick to the plan or do we just get our resupply right now? Do we go back to the trail right now, hike as many miles as we can today, and then finish whatever's left tomorrow? And uh, you know how we do. Yeah, it was it was a little bit of a tough decision. We we thought about it for a few minutes, not
1: like a minute. We, we, we also knew
0: we had to foot. decide fast because we we, if we were going to go back to the trail, we needed as much time as we could to hike that day. So we did. We thought about it for a minute or two, and then we were like, "Screw it, let's go for it."
1: I just didn't want to spend a twenty degree night out yeah, there, you know, especially
0: because like, we knew we might get some more rain too.
1: Yeah. So instead of a mile. Instead of hiking a mile, when we got out of Long Lake, we hiked thirteen miles.
0: <laughs> yeah, at least at least I don't I haven't even looked at the exact mileage. We basically we ripped it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was thirteen because I know it was like twenty three miles, but by, by the end of that day, so we ended up we right. basically just went back again. Thank thank the Lord, we got a quick easy hitch. Um, we weren't we weren't even out there for five minutes probably either time we uh, hitched.
1: It was a little. We had the cop that rolled by, <laughs> and you're not and supposed we, to
0: hitchhike in New York. <laughs> yeah, but so we yeah, like, like. Oh, ten, we're just standing like here. Minutes. We're not hitchhiking. Yeah, it, it, was like, it wasn't bad though. W- yeah, really, it wasn't. It wasn't bad, um, and we just put in work for the rest of that day. Packed out a sub from Stewart's. That was great. Um, oh yeah,
1: um, yeah. We ha- we had to. Uh, we had the headlamps on deck that night.
0: Yeah, we we ended up hiking a little bit at night and. It did rain for the last mile. That was it. And I I wanted to be mad because I was like, oh, I'm going to put my camera away and all this stuff. Only a mile left. But uh, it wasn't that bad. I think we were just excited that we actually ended up ripping a 23-mile day with its stop in town. Not even rushing that much when we like ate our lunch and all that stuff. So and we crossed
1: the old <laughs> the river. cold river.
0: <laughs> what was it? that? Was the name of the shelter
1: too? Right. You I think stayed we stayed at, at number Cold four?
0: Number Four, Cold River right. Number Four Shelter that night. Um, that was a full send. And uh, our mm-hmm. plan was basically finish up the last twenty-five miles the next day. Mice are crawling all over that. There's shelter. There's a lot too. of mice in that shelter. Sometimes, like you get to a shelter and you see signs of them. So, like, you know they're there, but you don't really see them. These mice were just out in the open. It was literally as soon as we showed up, before we even took our packs off. Like, we, we saw them around. Which... I won't go into detail, but they weren't... There's they definitely weren't. one less they... mice there <laughs> now. <laughs> they weren't messing with us after <laughs> what we did to one of them. <laughs> Is that, does that violate Leave No Trace? I don't care. Fuck the mice. No, man. I threw it in the woods. <laughs> Anyways, Flussy had, yeah, had some fun with the mice... Um, wasn't as much fun for them, but, uh, <laughs> uh, we did that. And then the next day, so we're timing this pretty good. We only got about 13 minutes left. So I think, right. uh, yeah, we're timing this well, but, um, this last day, this last day was one of the, if not the hardest day of hiking I've ever had in my entire life, to be honest, it was about 25 miles. Like I said, we started at a normal time. We probably should have started a little bit earlier, but we were like, fuck it. Like, we're this is our last day. Like, whatever. So, we started at a normal time, which is not early. It's probably like 8.30 or 9 in the morning. And uh, started off good for about the first mile. And then, I'm not going to lie, the pretty much the rest of the hike was pretty miserable for me. Yeah. It was really cold this day, as normal. It didn't really, like, rain, but the area we were hiking through... It definitely had rained at some point in the last 12 hours because everything was completely soaked. So even though it wasn't raining on us, again, we're rubbing up against shit. This we were soaked. This
1: was the worst day of the trail. This was the worst was, day of hiking in was, a long time that dude, I've had. Dude, it was so rough. It was up and down. And of course, yeah, rough, this this rough, last rough. section
0: was, was also like the roughest terrain too. Which in hindsight, because this last section you go through the high peaks, part of the high peaks wilderness, the western part of it. And I've hiked there a bunch. So I should have known this. Like hindsight, like I felt like an idiot while I was out there. I was like, of course, I knew this was going to be the roughest part. But um, I just didn't think about it before. But uh, it was a, most of this trail is flat. But there's a lot of like just puds on this up, down, up, down, up, down. Not really ever climbing very much or descending very much, but just not flat. Um, it was also a lot of uh, muddy. muddy. That's, what, that's the, the thing. It was so part. crazy because when we started, it was so damn dry that we yeah. were literally being like super – careful with our camp stoves and by the end we were just hiking through fucking mud like it was nothing um and uh also just uh, a lot of blowdowns that's 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 the whole trail basically there's a lot of blowdowns in the whole trail but they were just exacerbated by the fact that we were trying to rip a 25 mile day uh on our last day masturbate shut up (laughs) exacerbated get your mind out of the gutter Christ you've had one beer you're already fucking talking (laughs) dirty um Exacerbated. uh what was i even saying there it was just the conditions were bad on this last day and it we were soaked to the bone and it was cold we pretty much only stopped two times over the course of 25 miles 25 tough miles we didn't see a yeah. single person this day either it was a saturday too in the high peaks of course it's not the popular part of the high peaks but it's still the high peaks nonetheless didn't see a single person all fucking day until we got to lake placid didn't see a single so a bear the there. whole trail. no bear no bear I'm fine with that though. Yeah. Um. This day was put your head down and hike and shut up basically. I listened to so many podcasts. Yeah, me ridiculous. too. Listen to a lot of Jocko. <laughs> and then by the end, I was just listening to music. I was just singing. I don't know if you heard me. You were a little bit behind me, but I was just oh, dude, I could hear you blaring that <laughs> shit out. I, I could was... hear it over the podcast I was listening. The... To. That's that's why you're probably hiking so far behind me. Like, shut the fuck up! But dude, I was I was physically and mentally exhausted I, I, i'm 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 honestly kind of glad that we didn't see anybody because if we had like run into somebody that recognized me from youtube if they would have been like oh like you're Kylie kind of, talking you whatever i probably would have just been like Bleh. like i, I would have not been very impressive um to say the least that day uh
1: this day compares to the last day of the cranberry lake for me i think i felt better physically this last day of the north field Placid than cranberry lake because i was i was hurt during the cranberry lake but i don't know i didn't get rain on the cranberry lake yeah it it evens
0: out it was tough um and of course so the last like i think mile or 1.2 of the northfield placid trail is on a road uh avery averyville road i think it's called dude that sucked. sucked in my mind the whole the whole day I wasn't thinking about the roadblock. I was just thinking, okay, just make it to the road, and then a mile on the road,
1: nothing. and then
0: we finish easy, nothing, right? So we finally make it to the fucking road. It was probably like five thirty at this point. So we were hiking all day. Like I said, we only took two breaks, pretty much. Um, that was it. And uh, we're hiking all fucking day, and then we finally make it to the road. And of course, it starts to rain a little bit. It starts <laughs> to rain
1: right when we get to the road. I like took the camera starts out because I wanted
0: to be all like triumphant, but it starts to fucking rain. I'm like, of course, like I've been and ass for this all day. I barely filmed that last day because I, I forgot. Actually, I barely filmed for a lot of this hike. To be honest with you, I haven't really gotten that far in the edit yet, but we'll see how it comes out. But um, I was like, of course, the one part I really want to film—the finish of the whole goddamn hike. It starts to rain, um, but it wasn't like pouring. It was just like misting and sprinkling. So I was and like, it, it fuck stopped. it. And it did stop a little bit. But um, that last mile on the road was awful. It fucking killed my feet. I mean, my feet were already killed, but. It hurt way more than I thought it would, um, but we did it. We got to the end. There's no Katahdin on this trail. You literally finish at a, not even a trail intersection. You finish at a road intersection. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a sign there, which it's fine. Like that's the way it is. That's every trail is different. We took our pictures. I filmed a little bit and then realized a couple days later that I forgot to hit record because I was so <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> which it was. It would have only been like a. 30 second clip anyway, so I mean, don't get me wrong. It would have been nice to actually be able to film us finishing the trail, but uh, I fucked that up. So sorry. We still got the pictures though. I'll work that into the edit somehow. Um, And then we had to walk maybe another half mile to get to the train station where our car was. Um, And at this point, you're basically in Lake Placid. It's it's barely on the outskirts. Like you're probably we we probably could have walked to the center of town if we wanted to, which we did not want to, but. (laughs) where did we try to eat we tried to go to the, <laughs> this would be a good way to finish we tried to go to the lake placid pub and brewery we get there okay first of all like i said we didn't see anybody this whole fucking day it was kind of a rainy drizzly just miserable day we get to lake placid it fucking packed city fucking packed i mean and people the people that go to the adirondacks a lot know this um but like there's a Huge problem, a lot of people would say, with overuse right now in in the High Peaks region of the Adirondacks. With and the parking lots, too. Like dude, Everyone's
1: parked on the side of the road. It it's kind of dangerous. It was fucking
0: mobbed in town. Um, and it was kind of like a shock to the system because we had just finished this hike. We didn't see anybody beat the shit out of ourselves physically and mentally on this last day. And then we get to town and there's just people tourists everywhere walking around like a bunch of fucking zombies with their masks on and just like it was kind of overwhelming we go to the lake placid pub and brewery um just mobbed we walk up
1: hour wait (laughs) we're like
0: how long she's like uh like two or two or three hours like okay we're going to mcdonald's (laughs) so we we drove across town to mcdonald's and lake placid Fucking! They won't let you go inside because that's too dangerous. Apparently, to order your fucking chicken nuggets inside, so you got to go. You <laughs> got to go through the drive through, and uh, <laughs> the the drive through was mobbed too. And the the lady at they the, had three people working in the McDonald's. We, we like do our order or whatever. We had to wait for a few minutes in line, but you know we were like just Which happy we were, to get our. We food. were nice.
1: Yeah, the people. I can't speak for the people behind us who are <laughs> literally. Smashing the speaker <laughs> In the We drive pull up through. to the
0: window And the, the the girl God bless her in the window She she's like starts having A fucking nervous breakdown She's like well, There's only three people The person on the girl's like new Like we're gonna close early Like I can't fucking do this Like she was just freaking Your out Your nuggets are gonna be Three minutes She was like yeah Like oh my god And to be fair They actually got our food Pretty quick I thought And they didn't fuck yeah. it up either They got the order Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, And then of course Cause the restaurant was The inside was closed We sat there In the car Fucking! We each killed a double quarter pounder, a medium fry, a soda, and, and a twenty-piece piece. chicken McNugget, and and then some Stewart's oh, milkshakes on the way stewies. back too. Um, and uh, that was then. We drove two hours home. That was it. That well, was the Northfield
1: Placid trail. Could, I don't want to. I don't want to run run your podcast. We here, got a couple
0: more minutes. Can we?
1: Can we just? Give the people some advice for hiking in the rain. I think it's super important. Sure. What's like, your
0: What's your hiking in the rain wisdom?
1: Just make sure a hundred percent that you try and keep your sleeping bag your your dry clothes for the night. In our case, we didn't keep our pads dry, but we were, were able fine. to dry them out. Yeah, it's super important. So we keep. Everything in a compactor bag to keep it dry. I like tie mine up with a with a hair tie too, so no water gets in it. But it's just so important. Like mm-hmm. if you were to get those things wet, that your, that's your when an uncomfortable
0: be... situation
1: turns into a dangerous situation. Yeah, exactly. Like there, like hypothermia was real. Like when we were out there, and yep. if we didn't have the right gear mm-hmm. that was dry, and we didn't keep the right attitude while we were hiking then, you know, it yep. could have gone south for us. We might not have even been able to finish,
0: so Yeah. I'm uh I think I'm gonna do a video on that pretty soon, honestly. Yeah. How to hike sure. in the rain and not be a, a bitch. I'll yeah. do some clickbaity title like that. I know, like people go out <laughs> in the winter and stuff. I know. That's totally out of my realm,
1: but you just have to be smart when you're when you're hiking in the rain. And uh keeping the important things dry is definitely Definitely top of the list.
0: Yep. I think that's a good place to wrap it up. Um, so, yeah, this is kind of the conclu- – I mean, we're still going to do a couple more day hikes, but this is pretty much the conclusion of our hiking season. I got 45 miles left. I got it 45 all 45 before out. 100. I'm, a, I'm only 7 miles away from a, from 400. So I think I said 100 there. 400 is what I meant. Um, so, yeah, we're almost there. We're going to get there. Um, and uh, you probably won't hear from Flossie for a little bit now <laughs> because he's been on – two of the last three weeks but that's okay um appreciate the love man yeah that's that was kind of mean of me to say honestly you probably won't (laughs) see him again but thank you for coming on i appreciate it oh yeah no problem Um, that's gonna do it everybody thank you to sawyer thank you to everybody listening thank you to the people who maintain the norfolk placid trail shout out bobby thank you to bob um yes the (laughs) trout That's gonna do it. Uh, Norfolk last Trail. It was, it was okay. <laughs> it was I know okay. it didn't live up
1: to, I guess, what we expected. We also, but...
0: especially me, we also put a lot of hype into this. Not, not like for the podcast, but just for like us personally because we had been looking forward to it all year, and um, it was humbling. You
1: can't choose the weather.
0: So. No, it was humbling. Can't choose the weather, but we finished it. I got my, got my revenge. That's right. That's right.
1: That's all that
0: matters. Thanks for listening, everybody. Peace out. Have a good one. And stay in school. My name's Jeff.